Hey, it's Thursday, June 30th, 2022. In today's cannabis news, Nevada will soon have 65 consumption lounges. Cannabis ads might be on TV before long. Washington, D.C. residents can self-certify for their med cards. And some big companies are fined in New Jersey. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Last year, Nevada's governor signed legislation to legalize cannabis consumption lounges. And this week, the state's Cannabis Compliance Board approved regulations for governing them, which moves the state much closer to finally having those opened. State officials will now be updating the Cannabis Compliance website with the information on how to navigate the application process. Some of the regulations that were passed include plans for limiting secondhand smoke for lounge employees, ways to limit impaired driving by patrons, and ensuring that consumption is not visible from the outside. Also, the lounges will not be allowed to sell alcohol, tobacco, or nicotine products. The state will ultimately be issuing 65 licenses for consumption lounges. 45 of those new licenses will be for lounges that are attached to existing cannabis dispensaries, and the remaining 20 will be for independent lounges. There's no date yet as for when the applications will be open, but the state did say that they'll put notice on their website 30 days before the application window is open. If the state moves quickly, those lounges could be opened by the end of this year. The Center for Disease Control data says that tobacco causes about one in every five deaths in America. Despite this knowledge, millions upon millions still smoke, as nicotine is known to be one of the most addictive substances on the planet. Today, you can find all sorts of products to help those who are trying to quit. Pills, gum, patches, and more. But perhaps they should be reaching for cannabis. Some recent studies have shown that CBD has been effective in helping with cigarette withdrawals and decreasing one's desire to smoke. One study in Great Britain at the University College London found that using CBD helped reduce nicotine desire almost instantly. Researchers have found lots of evidence of CBD helping to stop nicotine addiction, but not as much research has been done on how THC affects it. However, since some of the side effects of nicotine withdrawal include irritability, insomnia, anxiety, depression, and more, it's worth considering THC since it's known to help with those very things. One option that could work is to reach for fast-acting edibles when nicotine cravings strike, or perhaps even microdosing in advance of symptoms. There does need to be more research on the relationship of THC marijuana and helping nicotine addiction, but if you live in a state where it's legal, you might just want to give it a try. After a state passes recreational adult-use cannabis, there's often a long delay before sales actually begin. That's because there's a tremendous amount of thought that needs to go into regulation. One issue that New Jersey considered was how their new recreational market would affect existing medical patients. The state wanted to make sure that those patients would be able to get the medicine they needed without having to worry about long lines that the state rightly expected. The answer for New Jersey was to institute a mandatory two-hour-per-day period where retail locations would only serve medical patients. But five of the seven multi-state operator companies did not honor that regulation during the first week of operations, and they've now been fined. Heavily. Verano, Green Thumb Industries, Ascend Wellness Holdings, Acreage Holdings, and Curaleaf were all reported to have been fined between $50,000 and $90,000 each for such violations. 
Columbia Care and Terrasend were the only other companies operating that week, and they did honor the special medical hours, so they were not fined. Cureleaf issued a statement to Cannabis Business Times which acknowledged responsibility, but also explained it away. They said, During the first few days of adult use sales in New Jersey, we were responding to the overwhelming lines and demand at our facility for adult use. Because of sales events leading up to the first days of adult use sales, a vast number of our medical patients had stocked up on the products before the 21st, resulting in virtually no lines at our facility at that time. Medical patients who came to Cureleaf during these days were immediately prioritized over recreational consumers and served almost immediately with no wait. We continue to prioritize our medical patients and are now living up to our promise to provide two designated hours to the medical community at each of our locations every day. Since the first week of sales, there have been no more violations of this rule by any companies that have been reported. Washington, D.C. has just passed legislation that will allow adults to self-certify for medical marijuana meaning they won't have to see a doctor before applying for their med card. Since Washington, D.C. legalized medical marijuana 12 years ago, patients have been required to see a doctor and then get a government-issued card, which can cost as much as $100. Dispensary owners have been complaining about losing customers because of the process and competition from stores that gift marijuana to customers to get around having a med card. One dispensary owner, Linda Green of Anacostia Organics, said, It's going to help us survive. We're very excited about it. Green said she saw a huge increase in sales when earlier this year, D.C. allowed all seniors age 65 and older to self-certify. Washington, D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson said that this regulation is needed to put an end to those businesses that are circumventing med cards by using gifting of cannabis, along with the purchase of another item, like a T-shirt. He said, The reality is there's an illegal business that's thriving and growing, and we need to put a stop to that. Mendelssohn also added that they'll try to get harsher penalties passed later this year for those vendors that are illegally gifting in this way. At this time, only residents of Washington, D.C. will be allowed to self-certify. All patients from other states must still have their own state's medical marijuana cards if they want to purchase in D.C. Last week, the House Appropriations Committee advanced a bill that, if passed, would allow broadcasters to run ads for cannabis in states where it's legal. Currently, the FCC prevents local TV and radio from accepting advertisements for cannabis. They risk their license and fines, as well as potential criminal charges. But next year's Financial Services and General Government Appropriations Bill includes language that would prevent the FCC from taking any punitive action against broadcasters that do accept cannabis ads in locations where it's state legal. The National Association of Broadcasters spokesman, Alex Siciliano, said, As the vast majority of states have legalized cannabis in some form, today marks a long overdue step towards finally allowing broadcasters to receive equal treatment regarding cannabis advertising that other forms of media have had for years. Mr. Siciliano is referring to the other media forms that are not under the FCC's rules. These would include media such as cable, satellite, internet, print, social media platforms, and billboards that can accept such ads. This bill still must go through a few more hurdles, as it still needs to be passed by the full House and Senate, but even if it's passed, it still doesn't address the broadcast and media ban of items that are included in the Controlled Substances Act. So in response, state broadcast associations have formed a group that they call Safe Advertising Coalition, with the goal of lobbying for more definitive federal protection for broadcasters to air cannabis ads. House lawmakers approved two amendments to a must-pass defense spending bill concerning marijuana-related issues in the U.S. military, namely the National Defense Authorization Act. 
The first proposal is asking the Military Justice Review Panel to develop recommendations specifying appropriate sentencing ranges for offenses involving the use and possession of marijuana. The sponsor of the bill, Representative Anthony Brown of Maryland, said, Today, cannabis-related offenses are treated harshly in comparison with other comparable offenses. He then states that he's looking for the review panel to provide recommendations for potential reform. The other proposals from Representative Seth Moulton of Massachusetts. It seeks a Defense Department-led study on how efficient cannabis is for certain conditions as compared to opioids. His request is based on the several recent studies, which have shown that cannabis can serve as a substitute for prescription drugs, particularly opioids. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates. And follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later. Later.